TV on Ustream. The TPS Career and Technical Education and the District Knowledge Network. I'm your host, Ajna Harris. I'm your host, Zoe Brown. I'm your host, Jay Davidson. Did you know Elliot High Network has a new podcast in the State of the Art Studio? Lock us in on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, Google, and Amazon Music. Joining us as a guest on the show today is MPD's Chief Robert Conti. Our show topic is Take a Bite Out of Crime. Chief County, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me today. Our first segment is Understanding Chief Robert Conti. Who or what influenced you to pursue a, pursue a career in law enforcement? Well, that's a really good question. It was actually my, uh, one of the big influences was my uh, school resource officer. His name was Joe Burton. Um, he's now 85 years of, uh, of age. He's still living. I saw him recently, but he was a major influence. Um, he I attended Charles Young Elementary School, which is not uh, far from here. It's a different, it's called something else now. But uh, he was a, a major influence, just the way that he interacted with us at school. Uh, he was very kind to us. A lot of the kids who grew up in Carver Terrace, we knew him. Uh, he wasn't just a police officer, but he was a friend. Uh, to a lot of us. So he was one of the major influences uh, for me at a very early age. I became a law enforcement officer at age 17. So uh, Officer Burton would be the, the major influencer for me. Okay. Thank you. In your opinion, what makes a great leader? A great leader? Well, that's a, a really good question too. And I think that a great leader, uh, uh, what makes a great leader is someone who is able to inspire other people uh, to follow them. Uh, sometimes uh, when you think about people who are quote-unquote leaders uh, in name only, um, sometimes they don't have people following them. I consider them people just taking a walk. They're not leaders. But if you can inspire, inspire other people to greatness, you can inspire other people to uh, believe that they can do things uh, beyond just average, um, that really is the mark of a great leader uh, to me. Uh, they're very selfless uh, in how they interact with people and just quite frankly, frankly, uh, very giving of their time and energy uh, to, melt, to make people or help people around them to be, to be better. So for me, that, that is um, uh, what makes a great leader. Over the years, you have taken on many leadership roles. What lessons have you learned along the way? That you can't do it all by yourself. Uh, I've learned that you really need uh, capable, competent, talented people around you. Uh, that a lot of times you have to have people in your circle who are really good at things that you are not good at. And um, that has in large part contributed to me being able to move into the different places that I've been uh, throughout my career. It's been a long career in the police department, but over the past 33 years, over 20 of those years in a management or supervisory or commander role, uh, I've been able to really meet some incredible people that have helped me to be successful uh, in my career. Okay. Do, how do you evaluate success? Outcomes. Uh, I look at how people are impacted. I look at the outcomes of whatever uh, we set out to do. And if we're able to be uh, successful at that, you know, at the end of the day, what we thought was going to happen or what we uh, intended to cause as a result of the things that we were doing, when those things happen, um, that is success uh, in my view. 
Uh, I try to be um, as close to successful as possible in everything that I do. Uh, I believe I have a saying within our agency that excellence is transferable. Uh, that means that everything that we do, any and everything that we do, we do it in the spirit of excellence. And that's very important to me because uh, anytime you talk about success, uh, I think the word excellence uh, is in very close proximity uh, to success or, or akin to success. So uh, we strive to do everything in the spirit of, of excellence to make sure that we're very successful at everything that we do. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This broadcast is being brought to you by Elliot Han TV on Ustream. And the District Knowledge Network. I'm your host, Alea. I'm your host, Zoe. And I'm your host, Zana. Our show topic today is Take a Bite Out of Crime. Joining us as a guest on the show is MPD's Chief Robert Conti. Our first segment, Understanding Chief Robert Conti. Our second segment is MPD Text Tip Line 50411. In addition to anonymously texting tips to MPD, community members can now use their cell phone to send pictures or video about serious or violent crimes to the Met Metropolitan Police Department. Tell, talk to us about this tip line and why do you believe this is an effective process? So the tip line, um, thank you for asking the question, but the tip line, it allows communities to participate in fighting crime. Uh, we want community members to be able to report things uh, that they see uh, to the police and to be able to do it anonymously uh, if they choose to. Uh, sometimes people don't want to get involved in the legal process. They don't want people to know that they shared information about bad behavior with the police. So we wanted to have a way for people to be able to participate, remain anonymous, still feel safe, and still be able to live and work in their communities without compromising their own personal safety. So uh, I think it's an effective tool because people certainly use it. Uh, and we're also able to, believe it or not, pay out reward money uh, to people still anonymously as a result of tips that they give to the Metropolitan Police Department that ultimately makes communities safer. Uh, and in addition to that, it uh, takes violent offenders off of the streets. The Metropolitan Police Department rewards programs are designed to encourage individuals to step forward and provide police with information that helps solve crime and bring offenders to justice in the District of Columbia. Talk to us about this program and what are the eligible rewards for certain crimes within the District of Columbia? Oh, that's a great question. So uh, we have a lot of different reward programs um, starting, you know, somewhere in the area of $1,000. Uh, people can phone in a tip to the police department uh, about some crime that happened in their community. Uh, people can phone in tips about guns that may be uh, in a home or in community. Let's say somebody stashed a gun in a trash can or buy a car, and we don't want some kid to find that gun and pick it up and hurt themselves, so someone might call the police department or, or give us a tip about where that firearm is. Uh, all the way up to, like, homicide, the most egregious crime, in my opinion, the unlawful taking of another person's life, uh, we offer up to, like, $25,000 as a reward uh, to people who will share information that ultimately helps us close the case and convict people. Uh, sometimes uh, we're just asking or seeking information, and that could be in the $1,000, $2,000, dollar range. So it really depends on the information that's shared with us, and that really determines how much money we pay out. 
In your opinion, what does it take to reassure our students in the community that we are safe in Washington, D.C.? And what does the community approach look like if some parents refuse to hold their children's accountability for their actions? That's a great question. And, you know, the real answer uh, to that in my mind is that, you know, I want people to understand that public safety, uh, it's everybody's responsibility. You know, it's students, you know, checking other students to make sure that your peers aren't engaged in behavior that they shouldn't be in. Teachers checking students or parents doing that and then you know ultimately you know the police involved in that process as well i would like for uh, all of us to hold each other accountable within community, right? I mean, there was a time when I grew up where, you know, certain things you just didn't do because they didn't want your neighbor to tell your mom about, you know, you engaging in something in the community that you shouldn't be engaged in. And I think that we got to kind of get back to basics, that kind of whole community, whole village, um, uh, taking responsibility for the things that happen in our neighborhood, right? A lot of times people know who are doing the bad things in their neighborhood. And if we allow those people to continue to do things in community and not be held accountable for their actions, then, you know, it, it, you can't cry foul when it happens in front of your house or, you know, now your property is damaged about it. So I think that the best approach in that space is for us all to really focus on public safety as everyone playing a role in that space of making our community safer. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Podcast has been brought to you by Lane High TV on Ustream, DCPS Career Technical Education, and the District Knowledge Network. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, Jason. I'm your host, Lalaurel. Our show topic today is Take a Bite Out of Crime. Joining us as a guest on the show is MPD's Chief Robert Conti. Our first segment was Understanding Chief Robert Conti. Our second segment was MPD's Text Tip Line 50411. Our third segment is How to Find Justice Through Peace. Chief Conti, thank you for being a guest on our show. Thank you. What are the greatest problems faced by crime victims, and what are your thoughts on the current criminal codes as it relates to robberies and carjackings? So I think the greatest problems uh, that are faced by crime victims is that uh, it's far too many crimes that happen uh, in our community, uh, quite honestly. Um, I see and I've seen over the course of many years that, um, you know, how families are impacted when bad things happen, when people lose their lives, a mother loses her son, uh, for example, or her daughter, uh, or, um, you know, somebody's mother or father is robbed. Um, those things have long-lasting impacts on, on, on victims of crime, which is why, you know, I'm so uh, passionate about making sure that we see justice for people who are victimized of crime, but specifically in this space of uh, robberies and carjackings when you talk about the current criminal codes. Uh, I think that our criminal codes need to reflect, uh, or our criminal codes need to be such that the penalties for those cr crimes, that they actually change behavior. And if we have penalties that are in place currently that don't change behavior, then I would argue that we have to look at making adjustments to whatever the penalties are. Uh, we want safer communities, and certainly we don't want to see people who commit crimes in our communities, right? We don't want to see that. But in, an, in order to do that, we have to make sure uh, that the penalties associated with those things that make our communities less safe, that they're sufficient enough to either deter behavior, behavior or hold people accountable and keep them out of our neighborhoods. What advice do you have for the individuals who are afraid to walk outside 
due to the violence in our community? Well, the advice I would have is that, you know, we have to do better as a community, as a police department, as a criminal justice ecosystem. Uh, we have to do better. Uh, you know, if any member of our community feels less safe or unsafe, uh, to be able to walk about in community, just to do simple things, go to the store, go to the corner store, or pick up Uber Eats, or to catch an Uber uh, out in front of where they live. We have community members who feel unsafe uh, in that space. We have a lot of work uh, to do. But that starts with communities taking real ownership of those communities and working collaboratively with our law enforcement officers, right? We can't like, like, oh, well, I won't talk to the police. I won't engage the police. Well, we really need each other. The police need community members, and community members need the police uh, for communities, in my opinion, uh, to be as safe as they can possibly be. Inevitably, there will be people who commit crimes in communities, and you want to have a relationship with the law enforcement officers who work in your communities so that when something bad does happen, People feel a sense of justice because they feel like that person who did that is going to be brought to justice and going to be held accountable for their actions. So uh, I think that there's a lot of work to be done in that space between law enforcement uh, and community members to really make sure that we are in lockstep with how we approach violent crime in our community. Do you have any final thoughts for the students at Elliott High? Yeah, I actually I do. Uh, I think my final thought is if, uh, I'm just so excited to see so many young people uh, actively engaged in, you know, something as fantastic as, you know, doing a live broadcast. I mean, this is really awesome. Uh, I don't think we had this capacity when I was in school, but the fact that you guys are really stepping out there and it may be a little nervous, you may be a little nervous or a little bit uncomfortable, but the fact that you're actually doing it, it tells me that our future is in great hands uh, with all of you and that you guys are really uh, going to be the ones to change our country, to change our communities. And because of you, we're going to see safer communities. Because of you, uh, we're going to see things that are happening in families. Generations are going to be better because of the changes uh, that you guys make and the things that you do and the path that you choose to go forward. So I'm just so happy that I had the opportunity to sit with you guys today uh, to be interviewed on so many important topics. So thank you for allowing me to talk to you today. Chief Conti, thank you for being a guest on our show. It's my pleasure. This broadcast is being brought to you by Ellie Hine TV on Ustream. Ellie Hine Network 1 on YouTube. And the DCPS Career Technical Education. We will keep the dream alive. I'm your host, Lala Rowe. I'm your host, I'm your host, Jason Lawrence. Have, Have a, a great, great day. day. Where